Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. Is it me by myself now? What? No good? Anyway, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I am doing my second one today, batching these a little bit. Hopefully you liked the 100th episode last week. If you hadn't had a chance to listen to that, please go back and check that out. That was kind of a milestone. Well, it wasn't kind of a milestone. It was a milestone for me and the podcast to reach 100 episodes and definitely had some fun with that. Pulled out all the stops and you should recognize something from there, or a few things from there, and hopefully you liked it. So today we are kind of in limbo between the 100th and New Year's. So I think this is coming out on the 28th of December, if I'm not mistaken. And we are just about ready to bring in 2022. I cannot believe that. But all this uh, clock striking and audience cheering and all that stuff is a projection of what I want this next year to be. I want it to be happy and exciting and full of positive energy and renewal and not more pandy and virus, which will not be named, and airline and transformer variants on the scene. I know we're all getting tired of it and hopefully we can just move forward, be healthy and happy and get back to usual Get back to normal, I should say. So welcome back to Living Artist Podcast. I'm always excited to have you here. Today, I thought I would talk about, as it is the end of the year, and as is the fashion when it's near the end of the year, to talk about things that I have really liked over the year on the podcast, or more specifically, some of the key takeaways, some of the best things that I have learned over the year of interviewing people, doing the podcast on my own, and 
just living my life as an artist. I wanted to share just a few things that were very helpful for me this year before we ring in the new year, 2022. So let's get started. The first thing I wanted to talk about, and it's not really a huge surprise looking back at 2021, it kind of dominated 2021, and that is, by no surprise, NFTs. They definitely dominated this year, both from a monetary and obsession standpoint. It seems to be all that anybody wants to talk about, not just in the art world, but everywhere else as well. And on Clubhouse, Clubhouse was one of those things that still exists, but it was a major portion of the beginning of my year, 2021, and everybody wanted to talk about NFTs, 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 NFTs. I would highly recommend going back and listening to my episode Masterclass with Paul Rustan, where he drops some serious knowledge on NFTs. And where do I sit on NFTs right now? Well, I think looking back on everything, talking to a lot of people, talking to artists who are doing them, who aren't doing them, who might do them, who won't do them, you know, art marketplaces who are doing them, who aren't doing them, who are planning to get in and who are planning not to get in. It sounds like NFTs are here to stay, everybody. They are here to stay. And they've been around for a long time, actually. So just in different iterations. But I think that NFTs are definitely going to be around. I just think it's going to be another one of those things that just parallels all the other stuff. Gallery sales, studio sales, online art marketplace sales, and then you'll have NFTs right along with it. It's not going to take up the whole market share, and it might take away a little bit from your sales if you're not focusing on it at all, but I don't think it's going to make a huge dent. I just think it's going to be something that is powerful in the art world moving forward, and I think that something that everybody should at least dip their toes into and add to their arsenal. That's what I'm going to be doing. That's one of my big goals for 2022 is to get into the NFT market, not go crazy with it, but just do what I can and have another tool, like I said, in the arsenal. So I can just do what I do with my normal stuff. I always consistently upload every day. Well, I can just add NFTs to that. That's just another thing that I can do that I can easily slide in to my daily routines and hopefully make some money and learn as I go. And I will be giving everybody updates on that. I think we have talked about it a lot on the podcast, but it will be interesting to see my perspective and get you know, some of the pitfalls, some of the things that I learned, tools and tricks and stuff like that. So stay tuned for that. But as of right now, I really believe that NFTs are here to stay. That's the number one takeaway of the year. Number two takeaway, number two, number two takeaway of the year is call back to Austin Powers for any of you who are old enough to remember it. But no, I think everybody knows Austin Powers. So number two takeaway is take care of yourself. Now, this is something that I've always done. Like I've always, health has been a major factor in everything that I do. It's been something that I've always been conscious of. And I've taken care of myself from like a food diet standpoint, from a mental health standpoint, from a meditation standpoint, spirituality and exercise. So I've really tried to kind of fire on all cylinders when it comes to health. But even with that, I had a really rough year this year tweaking my back and having some other health problems that went along with that that I'm still kind of dealing with today. It's been taking me a really long time. I normally heal very quickly, but this has been going on a year now and I'm still dealing with it. And I really believe that that was a manifestation 
of maybe not 100%, but partially, and a big portion of it is a manifestation of not dealing with, you know, the pandemic, certain things, certain feelings, certain feelings of isolation, um, you know, just maybe some repression of certain things that are going on. And I know a lot of us have dealt with a lot of similar things like that. And I know there's a lot of ripple effects, which I talked about earlier. I'm starting to see those. We're starting to see those, not just with supply chain issues, but also with people's mental health and with people. I've just noticed it a lot with customer service and people just kind of being disillusioned with their jobs and maybe kind of questioning their purpose in their career and even in their lives. So a lot of that has been very impactful on our society. And I think it's going to continue to be that way for a while. So that's, you know, takeaway number two is take care of yourself, do whatever you need to do to take care of your mental health and your physical health, you know, see a therapist if you need, meditate if you can, do exercise, you know, do exercise, exercise as much as possible, talk to your friends, however you can communicate with people. We are social beings after all. I know that's weird for artists and I tend to isolate a lot too, but I think I even missed out on some of that social interaction this year. So do whatever you can. And I would highly recommend listening to episode 98, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, of the Living Artist Podcast, Healing with Sarah Svetlana. So go back and listen to that. She talks a lot about her healing and you know dealing with shadow work and all that. And it's very helpful, not only to people who are going through similar things that she is, but just in general for healing. So that is takeaway number two. Takeaway number three upon reflection is diversification and the importance of diversification, not only in your investment portfolio, but in your art, especially in your art, almost. I've always been talking up diversification. It's something that I've definitely practiced in my own art. I've had my art up on seven or eight very strong art marketplaces that I'm very present on, that I upload to consistently, and that I sell on, and that I've gotten consistent sales on four or five more than others, but I've made sales on all of them. And they've really gotten me out of a jam sometimes when like, maybe my go-to isn't selling, or I have a slow period. Like, for example, we did during the Pandy. You know, we had a slow period of of sales in galleries and brick and mortar, brick and mortar galleries, or even like through the studios, because people could not come out and do that. So, that really saved me was being online and really having that online presence that helped me to not only do extremely well in 2020, but carry over to 2021 as well. Now, I know there have been a lot of people who flooded the market online because of the pandemic and people who weren't really online or didn't have much of an online presence before that plus people buying a lot of work in 2020 and now kind of moving into a not a post pandemic world, but a transitional pandemic world where they can go out a bit more and spend money outside of their homes. There has been a little less sales. I've kind of pulled a lot of my favorite and, you know, close international friends who sell a lot of work. And it seems like everybody's kind of having a slow time right now. I myself have actually had my slowest Christmas sales period ever since I started doing this full time. And I attribute it to that and NFTs a little bit, not so much, but it's all taking away a little bit. Now, this is something that I think I'm going to bounce back from and that we will all bounce back from. We just have to kind of weather the storm. But if I had not been diversified, if I didn't have my art in many different locations and on many different online art marketplaces, and if I wasn't hustling in certain ways, I might not have been able to 
you know, withstand this year. And, you know, a lot of us have to pay our mortgages from our art sales. And, you know, that's me. So it's been a little difficult, but I've weathered the storm because of the diversification, the diversification, the diversification. (laughs) And we're learning to speak, people. In 2022, we will be able to speak again. So, yeah, that's one thing that just was kind of highlighted and underscored for me that was the importance of that. And I'm actually looking to do more diversification moving forward. I always talk to my wife about this, just getting to a place where you can be bulletproof, where you're not just counting on one thing. Like you always hear, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Well, it's so true. If you have these, all these different kind of outlets and you have like passive income coming in and stuff like that, then you're going to be able to sleep much better and create your art much better as well with that peace of mind. So look for ways to diversify in the future. And one of those for everybody might be NFTs. It's not going to be the end-all, be-all, like I said, but it's just one more tool in the arsenal. So that was takeaway number three. Takeaway number four is extremely important, but may not seem as important. But believe me, it is. And it's been very important in my art career and in my professional art career in sustaining me. And that is the abundance mindset. I have an episode recently called The Abundance Mindset, and I would really recommend going back and listening to that because this is one of those things, especially right now, there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of ripple effects. There's been a lot of problems with the pandemic. I think a lot of people have gotten down upon themselves. I know with me, it has been hard to not get disappointed with certain things or to not get disillusioned or not even get down on myself for certain stuff. So having an abundance mindset and cultivating that can help you overcome that and actually come from a place of like a genuine happiness for others, which will then reflect on you. It is not fake. It is not phony at all. It's a real way to do it. It's not the, oh, put on a smile, put on a happy face, give somebody an empty compliment. No, this is coming from a legitimate place of actually caring about your fellow artist, your fellow human being, and then being happy for their success and then having that success reflect back on you. I've always done my best. I've always been at my best and had my best sales when I'm coming from an abundance mindset. And it's something that I struggled with a little bit for the first time in a long time with both being hurt, having that pain and physical pain and just, you know, some of the depression of the pandemic and having a little bit of the sales falter in certain periods. I had some of my best sales months this year. I actually had my best ever. And then I had a couple of my worst ever. So, you know, it was balanced, but it's hard to not get down on yourself when you're having like a poor creative period or you're just not feeling well. So cultivating this abundance mindset is a very strong tool to have also. And I would highly recommend going back and listening to the abundance mindset uh, episode. So that's takeaway number four. A lot of these are mental. And I think all business is mental. And I think all creation is mental or a big part of it is mental. Now, that's why I'm focusing on a lot of this. Some of it is also tactical with the NFTs, with the diversification. But You can have those things going, and if your mental state is not strong or your emotional state is not strong, then you're not going to be as effective, and also you're just not going to be a happy person. So you kind of have to have the balance, and you have to be firing on all cylinders. So that's why that's extremely important, especially coming out of the pandemic um, and the ripple effects of that. It's what's going to carry us through into the coming years and hopefully propel us forward. So very important. So those are my four key takeaways for this year. There's plenty more. And listen to the podcast if you're new. I have 
so many different topics you can talk about and listen to and so many conversations with other artists. There's a lot of good stuff in there. But these are things that I wanted to just synthesize down to the stuff that's really important for me and that I learned this year and stuff that I struggled with this year and stuff that I'm excited about taking further uh, next year and in the coming years. So hopefully that is helpful to you. These last two years have definitely been a struggle to say the least and I just kind of want to touch base and congratulate you for making it through to this point and to, you know, continuing with your art and continuing to create and continue to put beauty out into the world when you don't really have to be doing that. That's something that is kind of a calling for us. And I think it really does make an impact on the world. So I think it's so important what we're all doing. And I'm just proud of you. I'm proud of everybody. And I'm proud of myself for keeping on going. So keep strong. And, you know, there's other things that we can do, like Let's let's get out of our own political bubbles and let's stop buying into tribalism of all forms, you know, isolating yourself into groups and defining yourself as more special than somebody else. Those are all things that I think we need to work on as a society moving forward. But, you know, that's for another podcast episode. <laughs> so I just wanted to leave you with this is the last episode of the year, you know, might seem a little somber. But uh, the 100th one is definitely a lot more exciting and, and funny and entertaining. So if you want to end on a super high note, go back and listen to the 100th episode, which is the one before this. And let's all just move into 2022 with positive energy, an abundance mindset, diversification, with our heads up and a conscious, compassionate spirit excited for what's to come. I really think we are hopefully going to be turning a corner this year, uh, not only with the pandemic, but you know, with our own uh, mindset and mentality and, and art sales. So thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for being a part of this. Thanks for keeping all of us moving forward and for doing what you do. I really appreciate you, every one of you, and looking forward to 2022 and all that that will bring. 2022, I see you. Now get out of here and be with your families. Wishing you all lots of love and inspiration. Bye-bye. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.